Hello, Fee. Hi. And hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Marcus Meets. Now, Fee, you've got a bit of a fan base, I think, from last time when we met. We, uh, <laughs> me and myself met, was it back in March? Yes. A few yes. weeks towards your panel. Yes. Um, and people who are in assessment or, or thinking about coming into assessment get a lot of value from watching those those videos of you and I. So thank you very much, Fee. You're welcome. And a lot has changed. Um, yes. So how many weeks away were you from panel, part of the assessment? Um, how many weeks? I think it was sorry, three weeks away. I think About three weeks yeah. away. So yeah. you, were, you were nervous and you were wondering had you prepared yourself yeah. in the right way? And... Yeah, exactly. I mean, I was excited as well, but also sort of trepidatious yes. because I didn't really know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just, just to point out, Fee doesn't foster on her own. No, we I have don't. a lovely dog, Capella, and Magic Mittens, the cat, that may well jump on the speakers or the. Uh, yes. So, yeah, if it all crashes, but yes. you know, it's very yes. natural, isn't yeah. it? So. It was not me, it was my cat, our cat. <laughs> yes. So, you're a few so, weeks away and, and trepidation, but excitement. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, I mean, to be honest, um, I felt really prepared as well because. I had completed what's known as the form F yeah. with my um, very experienced assessor, Nikki, mm -hmm. um, and um, I'd done a lot of training um, with Ed and with um, another Nikki and some uh, brilliant trainers. So um, they were mandatory training that you took for people yes. thinking, oh, I'm going to take that leap of faith and join Blue Sky. Yeah. What were some of the, what were you trained in? What were some of those? mandatory training um, that you'd have done so things like um so we have this uh, it's a special portfolio okay. folder um and so you have there's there's a it's a systematic um questions on different sections um of being a foster carer mm -hmm. um and um so we had training about how to do that mm -hmm. um but also we had training on um attachment um and about um the type of um children and young people who come into care um child criminal exploitation child sexual exploitation um radicalization so these are mandatory modules lots, lots can you dip your toe into what training if, if there's another training module can you then go forward and so on a lot i'm interested in that yes. even if it's not mandatory you, no, absolutely. you have it on do you have like a username and log in and you can log yeah. in and so, uh, so that's that's really, um, really, really helpful. And I, yeah. it, I, um, I felt myself um, that I was prepared because I think what people need to realise is that being a foster carer is actually a profession. Mm -hmm. um, and you, um, I, I don't say that lightly. It's, I mean, you, you have to have a very robust training um, because at the end of the day, you're looking after someone else's. Mm -hmm daughter or son mm -hmm. or children mm -hmm. I mean some people will take siblings mm -hmm. um, and um, so yes yeah, so it was a relief um, when I'd done I sat my panel yeah. but I was I was here it was in Covid I was going to say yeah, it was, so you had a virtual panel did, yes so how many because people sometimes are daunted when I talk to them you know it's like an interview process have all these people sat staring at me it was slightly different because you were via you know remote how, how many people did you have at that table? Um, do you know some of their roles within the panel? Um, yes, yeah, so there was a, um, obviously I had my own assessor um, and there was a supervising social worker. 
and then there were independent people, like an uh, independent um, review officer, mm-hmm. as a teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know some people have um, a, other, uh, like a, a foster carer, mm-hmm. um, who um, have been doing it for a long time. And then there are um, care leavers that mm-hmm. can I, I'm not sure if I like the word care leaver, but um, people who have been within the system mm-hmm. and been supported mm-hmm and have then been able to spread their wings mm. and become independent. So it feels reassuring then, V, that they are making that judgment on you then and making sure you're ready to foster. Oh, they, yes, they have to yes. give that rubber stamp and say, yeah, we believe. Can you remember the question? any questions? Was there one that stood out that you can remember? Um, I, do you know, it, was, it seems to be a little bit of a blur. I'm sure it merges in your assessment it, and everything it else. It does, but yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think, um, I know it was looking at sort of how have I prepared what made me want to be a foster carer. Um, and, um, You're probably well versed in that, because that was the first conversation we probably had, oh, no. you know, yeah, you know, it was. so you're used to it, you can, you can recite it in your sleep. Now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and for me, and, and uh, I mean, I think it's, it's, I think it's a big step for anyone because it is such a responsibility. Mm-hmm. It, it, as I said mm-hmm. before, it is a profession mm-hmm. in its, its own right. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so... And, and part of that assessment then, the assessor will come and meet you or they were doing it remotely in Zoom, so they'll work around your schedule. Yeah. And how many times typically would that assessor have met you in that in that process of being assessed? Um, well, some of the meets, we, I think we had two face-to-face, again, yeah. because it was COVID. Yeah. And then we had... Um, two or three hour sessions every Saturday. Um, so it's pretty intense. Very intense, yeah. You thought you were exhausted after. It, yes, emotionally exhausted. Yeah, yeah. But that's okay. Pushing your buttons and... Yeah, absolutely. Finding all the skeletons I've got yeah, in my cupboard. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Um, but, you know, but that, at the end of the day, I was okay with that because I thought, well, if this is grueling for me, yeah. what on earth is it like for a, a child or a young person? Mm. You know, um, they've been through an awful lot worse yeah. so yeah. and 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 as i said i remember saying to nikki my assessor you know we are our what we've been through makes us who we are mm-hmm. um and we all have good things and bad things mm-hmm. that happen in our lives mm-hmm. and um so and i know that you know there are some things that i didn't realize i could relate to with a young person mm-hmm. i'm supporting mm-hmm. um but yeah it's uh i think i think I mean, I, I, just to remind you that I don't have children myself. And one thing that I did wonder was, did I have yeah. the right skill set? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I've, been, I've been a nurse all my life. Yes. And um, so I really didn't know. And I remember you saying to, to me, Fee, don't worry. Mm-hmm. Said, you, know, you don't have to have kids to be a foster carer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and also I was saying about age. Yeah. Um, but you're 25, you're well, exactly. Can see, but, exactly. You know, so, yeah. you know, maybe yes. you're a bit immature for fostering, <laughs> so, uh, but you're a mum now, yeah. But yeah, how's, well, how's motherhood? So, yeah, so we've we our, our family is um, the young person I support, um, and Magic Mittens, oh. who she and I. Um, chose, chose, yeah, magic. chose magic mittens and um, she um, chose her name magic mittens because she's got extra cool so she's very special <laughs> and then the other part, person in our family is Bella Cinderella who is here 
We, it's such a beautiful dog. I've been here for half an hour before, and again, I'll have prospective foster carers be call me up and say, I've got a dog, is that okay? Can I foster? And it's like, well, Blue Sky are going to match a child that works alongside animals, and Absolutely. your dog's a beautiful therapeutic rescue dog, really. And the relationship you're talking about with a young person, they've just bonded, haven't they? And they I call them the Velcro twins. The Velcro twins, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And actually, I mean, Bella, she is really intuitive. So Bella, mm. my dog, is what, five years old, and mm. she has said he, she, she's a rescue. Yeah. Um, was very, um, a real scary cat when mm. I got to her. But she's so intuitive, mm. and she will, I mean, if I'm upset, mm. um, then she'll come and sit next to me. Mm. But also with the young person I'm supporting, mm. um, she will go up to mm. her and um, she'll sort of just cuddle her. Mm. Um, and, and that's the other thing. I think, you know, animals can be so useful in a way that... Um, no, she's there now. She knows we're talking about her. I don't know if you can get Bella on the screen there, Bella, but you can be famous, famous as Fee if you carry on like this. Uh, um. But, um, but you know, the young person I'm supporting is... Um, will say that she loves her mm. and she'll cuddle her and kiss her. Would it have been hard for your young person to say she loved anyone before yes. placing? And that's it, that's yes. what I love, isn't it? She loved that. Yeah. You know, loving something like that. Oh, yeah, and I think I think that, you know, that they can actually be, you know, a, a way of um, allowing the, that child or young mm. person to just vocalise how mm. they're feeling mm. because they know, you know it's unconditional love mm. um, that um, an animal mm. will give. Mm. Um, and that, but that's also something that, um, that sorry, Marcus, mm. I'm jumping the gun. No, but I no, really please. wanted to no, make no, sure no. that being a foster carer, what uh, and the big thing that I've um, been really impressed with with my training is that you really need to be to have a provide a safe environment that is calm kind nurturing consistent and non-judgmental because and that for somebody who has been through a lot of trauma because we're talking about youngsters um really little kids um and kids up to the age of it, sort of 16, 18, they have been through more than we'll ever know and realise. Um, and they they need to have a calm environment and non-judgmental um, just so that they can um, decompress, if you know what I mean. It's the de-stress. Um, what were some of the practical things, you know, sort of home preparation? So we're mm -hmm. talking about matching later, but, mm. you know, this young person's coming into placement. What, what did you, did you change anything? Did you adapt? Did you, you know, what, I mean, it's very seasonal here. You can see we've got the pumpkin oh, and, you know, yes, um, and, yes. I, and your young person's display and yes. it's such an important part of the family, if you can pick that up. But yeah, so <laughs> when you got that call, you know, what was that preparation like? Just making sure, well, the preparation is sort of, a lot of it had mm. been done before as part of the assessment. So can you talk about that? What what was the prep? Was it health and safety? Is it you health know health and safety? Because you live up how many floors are we on? Yeah, we're on the top, top third floor, floor. Third floor. So um uh, I needed to make sure I had locks on the windows, yep. locks on the doors, sure. um, safe stairs, sure. um uh, carbon monoxide um, alarms and fire alarms. It's an old it's an older building that was beautiful. It is, yeah. Building. When's it date from? Oh, 
oh gosh, I mean, before 16th century. Right. And did you think, oh, could I foster in a home like this? Um, I, to, to be honest, mm. I, I, I thought, well, if I need to do any changes, then obviously I would do changes. But I thought, well, you know, some children, young people will have been in just living in one room in a hotel, for example, I, I, you know. So I thought, well, you know, if I've got a safe four walls, I've got running water, um, heating. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, one thing I have had to do is I've got some lockable cupboards um, because depending on the type of person, uh, young person who's coming into, into um, to your home, um, they may have self-harmed um, or they may have had suicidal ideation because of the trauma that they've had to deal with. Um, so um, I actually have a, a, a lock on my bedroom door um, so that I know that if any pills and potions, anything sharps or um, any matches or anything, I can just pop them in there and lock the door. Because, again, it is a profession and our role, we have a duty of care and, and ultimately we are, we have to keep persons safe. And themselves safe. And, yes, exactly, exactly. And that goes down to the matching, again, back to the matching. And so I will say, Ed is behind the screen. Anybody that wants to ask any questions, Fee is here uh, for as long as you need her to. Have we got any, any questions? Yep, yep. In, so um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to talk anyway. Yep. Um, so um, the first question was um, before your first young person came to live with you, um, how prepared did you feel practically and emotionally? You have touched on that slightly already, sort of talking about the practicalities. But what about the emotional, emotional side, side, I guess? Yeah. Emotionally, um, I was really excited. Um, but it also trepidatious because I've never done it before. Um, and so, you know, I just thought, well, you know, I've had the, you know, the training and things, but um, from an emotional point of view, I guess, I mean, I had a little network of people around me, um, but it was, you know, you, you just have to dip your toe in, it, toe in really. And, and one thing is that, um, I mean, Blue Sky has got such a support network. Um, I thought, well, if they think I can do it, give the confidence to. Then, yeah, but it wasn't. You know, it wasn't. It was an emotional thing. Yeah. Um, and that sort of leads us nicely into the matching now. So, so you're approved. You're ready to go. Mm -hmm. And you're. Is it almost you're waiting by the phone, thinking what's going to come my way? So, yeah, yeah. were there various young people that were referred to you, and you felt that wasn't the right match? You know, how did that process work? You speak to the placements team, your supervising social worker. How? And we'll talk about the match and the interests and hobbies of your young person. But yeah. were there ones that came before but didn't feel like the match would work? Um, because you are a single carer, yes. notwithstanding the animals. Well, that's uh, right. A single carer that... Yeah. Yeah. Um, there, there was one, um, and again, I think there was um, there had been some um, query about some um, issues with an animal. Sure. Um, but that's all... a big no-no, of course. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I need to keep. You know, it's it's keeping the person safe, but also keeping the animal safe. Um, and she said myself. Um, but yes, being a single um, carer, then there are particular people that you may not be appropriate an appropriate carer for. Because at the end of the day, it's what we don't want to do is let the 
these children down um, and for them to have to go to another placement because they've already been let down already. So, so that's where the matching is so, so important. Do you lean on your... So that what happens? What's the process? Did the placements team call you? Did your supervising social worker call you? I have um, the placements team. Yeah. Um, and actually I was on the telephone she said oh there's move she was talking about one uh, potential match and then she said oh there's something else that's just come come in and that's how it is that and that's the how butterfly effect if you hadn't been talking to her at that time and then all oh, this other young person's yeah. been I mean because we'll I said I tell people it's sort of 200 young people can be referred in a day yeah and it's it's heartbreaking it's and then you've got that oh you're talking about one other young person then another one <laughs> comes along yes. so you didn't feel perhaps right for that child but this child came in and you know what well, that that works for me uh, yeah I was, I've, I've um there are things that um that um we had in common if you like uh, you know talk, um, talk about that what, so the match what what do you have i know you love your animals and your horses yeah. and, um, so was there a, there was a connection there with the horses wasn't yes it? there was a connection with horses but also art right. um i'm a um a, a very amateur Painter. So do you um, have a website we can refer people no. to? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know I've got a bit of a creative side, um, and um, and this young person also enjoyed her art. Yes. So there are things like that, and it, you know I just have a good feeling. Yeah, you get that feeling, and I think mm. because you live in a very rural setting, it's be yes. beautiful where we are. The young person was out out of county placement. Is that right? Because yeah. again, we go in rural setting. How's that going to work? You know. I don't live in an urban environment. Some young people will benefit, and this young person benefited from being moved out of county yeah. to a rural setting. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I know that part, part of my um, assessment mm. and the matching, mm. um, because it is such a rural setting, mm. we don't have we don't have a, a bus link. Mm. So that's why um, I was not put forward to be for a parent and child placement because parent wouldn't have been able to become more independent yes, yeah. so um so yeah so i mean so it works really well for and your approved parents. fee so for anybody watching your approval is naught to 18 parent and child and therapeutic is that is that your, quite, quite a broad brush have you got or your um, therapeutic carer um, for the age of eight and above eight and above yeah. so how did the therapeutic side come into it so we offer lots of different placement options you were drawn towards the therapeutic program as part of your assessment Yes, um, so Nikki, um, sort of part of our training was um, about therapeutic care, yeah. um, and um, and because Nikki had explored all my skeletons yes. in my many cupboards, yes, yes. you know, she it, she said, "Do you know what, Fee? I think you'd be really good with a teenage girl, mm. perhaps you know, in the therapeutic led mm. care." Um, and and I went, oh really? Uh, and I said, I said, do you know what? Well, did you not? You didn't have that expectation on yourself to start. No, with I didn't. What, where did you think when you first met me? What did you think? I thought start? I thought whether well, a ch uh, parent yeah, and child yeah. um, or toddlers. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then I'm so you know I mean obviously you guys do this day in day out um, and are very very skilled. Mm. And so I just said to Nikki, well, look, if that's what you think, you know me better probably yeah. than I know myself yeah. now, yeah. especially you know what type of person um, I would be able to support as effectively as possible. So, so I just I just said, okay, well, if that's what you think, then yeah. let's go for that. Yeah, yeah. So, 
that's lovely. And I know just the next question was going to be about you getting to know your young person, but I can already people watching this can't smell this. But there's a chicken korma on the go, isn't there? <laughs> and you found that connection with your young person around your yeah. passion for cooking and. Yeah, it's almost yeah. art for you as well, isn't it? Cooking, yeah. so you're making it from scratch, and it's yes. just it's fantastic. And, and that's something that she enjoys doing as yeah. well. Yeah. So. So you found those connections. So, yes. so the horse riding. Do you go horse riding together? Do you muck out together? What What's the scenario there? Um. So she um has been on the Duke of Edinburgh. Uh, she started that um quite um. It was quite soon after she came here. So I had no inclination before, and it was something because we've got Ed who's behind the mm -hmm. screen. But so Ed would have approached you, talked about the yes. GV and what it can provide young people. And was your young person immediately drawn by it? it was a bit like, oh, that's added work for me, or was it? No, how did we I think it was the way that we sort of um, shared the information because mm. um, I know that Ed um, spoke to her. Mm individually and I sort of um, spoke to her and um, and I mean I think it's a really really good opportunity because it, it can help with self-esteem, confidence, independence um, and um, uh, yeah and it can also be a bit of a distraction, something different. Um, so did she volunteer through the scheme with the horses? Is that how the connection's made or not? Um, so I, um, once we, she um, said what she'd like to do. Um, so it was um, volunteering a new skill um, and an activity. Um, so she did this, the skill was um, cooking. Um, so she's being assessed on that. And then the riding was the activity. Um, and then the volunteering is, it could be anything. Um, so I, I actually went to, um, well, we went together um, to some um, riding schools. Um, and I said, you know, it's up to you. If you feel comfortable with this environment, then let's go for it. But if you don't, it's not a problem. We'll go somewhere else and, and um, visit different establishments yeah. until. There's a good fit. And it was it was planned, the young person, but the young person had other options, other families, and, and they have some say in their future, is that, or do you not get, did you, did you talk to a young person about that, or do they have a say in that match with you? Yes, they do, yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, um, so I have a, um, there's a profile for each foster carer. We have a, a, a profile, um, and, so, and that's also sort of part of the assessment. Mm. You're asked to create a profile that you would be happy to give to a potential um, young person that you're going to support. Because, of course, it works both ways. Mm -hmm. It's not me just going and picking and, you know, being matched. Mm -hmm. It's actually whether or not that young person mm -hmm. is happy to come into... But often they've not had that voice, have they? they and no. to give them that control. And, and so they would, you know, that young person chose you as that family environment to come in. Which is fantastic. Yes. Uh, I, think, I don't know if you've got another question. Yeah, questions? yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. yeah. There's, there's a few things coming in. Yeah, I just didn't want to miss anything. Um, so we've Space got. Um, <laughs> we've got a couple of carers. Um, yeah. So we've got Fern and also Rachel that are both carers with us. Um, they've both said hi. Um, Fern said hi from Cornwall. And Rachel said that it's lovely to hear about your experiences. Um, Liam said, um, obviously, he was on the first one. He said, it's amazing how much more experienced you sound from the first episode of when ah. we spoke. 
so, confidence there. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Something's yeah. paid off. Um, and it sounds like an incredible journey. Um, and then Rupert's asked, um, so obviously when you were first considering fostering, um, obviously the research and stuff like that, Ooh. but is wanting to know, well, why did you choose Blue Sky? Um, I chose Blue Sky because Blue Sky remains Ofsted outstanding. Um, you can't get any better than that. Um, so that's why I chose Blue Sky. And um, yeah, Marcus, was you were lovely on the phone and not pushy. I'm always embarrassed, sorry. <laughs> oh, no, I'm so embarrassed. Stop that. So would you have called... We may have touched on it the first time, but did you call a couple of other agencies? And, and... Um, I sort of, I over a few years, I had um, dipped in and out, mm. Um, mm. just making some initial inquiries, yeah. and then. Um, did you make an inquiry with us two years previous? Then, or no, not like really. just a more broad brush just across? Broad, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can I do this? Is it the right time in my life? Yeah. Um, and were you ready when you spoke to me or were you still undecided? Was it still a decision? Uh, I was, I, I was still undecided because I didn't know if I had the right skill set. Crazy. You're crazy when we listen to you now. <laughs> and, uh, you've got well, life experience and fees. You travel around the world. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, you've got so much experience, but do, yeah. So you spoke to, to spoke to, to a couple of other agencies and yeah. then you just felt, Blue Sky align yeah. themselves, and it was just the I felt really supported, mm. but, and and I you know I'm sure that you know Rachel and the family will also agree mm. that you know we are, we are supported by Blue Sky, and because it it can be a difficult job, yeah. you know it's not all yeah. roses. Um, so tell us about your supervising social worker then. Yeah. So that relationship is, is a great bond you have with your supervising social yeah. worker. Yeah, Hannah, Hannah, she's lovely. So Hannah's lovely. Well done, Hannah. We've uh, <laughs> been speaking to you so highly of you, Hannah. Yes. Um, and, and Hannah's got some sort of fostering background, being in her parents fostered, I believe. So yeah. you, you felt she's very knowledgeable coming very into that. Well. Yes, yes. You can call her any time, sort yes. of any, any, any drama, and she's there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is she local to you in some way? She's local um she is about an hour or so away sure. yeah. yeah but um so but always you know on the phone yeah. whatsapp yeah. you know and if um she is um on leave or actually has a day off mm -hmm. or you know mm -hmm. um there is always someone else there's the out of hours mm -hmm. there's always someone mm -hmm. who i could go and ask and the other person who's very um supportive is um um, I have a clinical practitioner who, um, Helen, who's brilliant, um, and she's been very, she's very knowledgeable and very helpful with. Um, How often do you meet Helen then? Um, it's been every two weeks. However, um, I can just pick up the phone, or I'll text her and say, "Hey, Helen, I've got a moment." Um, and as soon as she's free, she'll ring me, or we'll say, "You know, is this a good time to call or whatever?" And then. We'll, we'll sort of talk about whatever it is that I need to sort of discuss because, you know, I mean, there are things that crop up mm -hmm. um, and I just, I want to get it right. Um, and so I use the, the professionals, I mean, Hannah mm -hmm. and Helen mm -hmm. and um, Nicole, who's the mm -hmm. area manager. Um, so it's really umbrella then, so you've got the outbound, really you've got the yeah. area manager, yeah. the clinical practitioner, yeah, yeah, the yeah. supervising social worker, individual workers involved with your young person individual as well. Individual workers, yes, who are brilliant, yeah. um, and the person, young person who's here, yeah. 
course, can't say much yeah, about yeah. her or her name or anything, but um, yeah, she gets on very well with them. So, and, that's, and what and about that's your support really network, like, you know, locally? And you, so you've got a good support. People again will be thinking, well, how do the, my support network interact with my young person? How have you found that? Is there many? It's like red tape. Is how does it work? So you, you need to um, choose your immediate support network carefully, um, and you need to um, approach them and ask them if they would mind being um, speaking to um, this guy because because we're we're supporting young um, children, uh, young uh, people who have come from a traumatised background. Mm. You know, you've got to make sure that whomever mm. is around them is a safe person. So everyone has to have a DBS, for right. example, yeah. Yeah. Um, to make sure that they don't have any sort of anything under the... And the young person feels like part of your family and your wider network and they consider her yeah, yes. your son yeah. or daughter. It's... Well, you know, I mean, we don't... We don't say those words, right. um, but I mean, I have I've got photographs everywhere of my family, and I have a photo of her because mm. she's my she is my you know she's my family at the moment, and whatever whatever is best yeah. for her, um, and but I wanted her to feel included because she is. And I will point out, um, Fee showed me a, a card. Oh yes. Young person. <laughs> The days into placement had the yes. sort of foresight to, yes. to write your card and what was it along the lines of what was the card about? She wrote, um, she thanked me for opening up my home to her um, and I have to say, I mean I still get a lump on my throat, you know, and she left the card that she made, she left it on the table for me to find in the morning. Yeah. yeah. And it was just oh. almost didn't want any congratulating for it. It's just you know here on the quiet, oh, you can yeah, just yeah. Have, a, have a read of that. I don't yeah. want any th- I don't want any thanks for it, but to have you know what, sort, of, sort of emotionally intelligent to give that yes. How long has your young person been with you? Five and a half months. And the plan is a long term placement. Is that yeah. Yeah. Until, until she's eighteen? Okay. And the therapeutic program you touched on is that the long term in, in the therapeutic model, and that's pretty much true. yeah. So yeah. you'll need that increased yeah. support from Blue Sky. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, there's probably more questions there. Because, yep. Um, so I guess sort of coming into, you talked a little bit about your coming into fostering and making choices and stuff like that. And obviously now looking back um, where you are now, what advice would you give to your former self when you were sort of going through panel based on anything that you know now? Uh, my advice would be just go for it, Fee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just go yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, and yeah. Um, don't worry, there is support. Um, and we're all human, um, uh, and no one gets it right all the time. Um, and but try your best, be consistent, um, and continue to be kind, um, and just go with the flow. I mean, with you saying about the therapeutic they care, I mean, I, I'm actually quite a flexible, adaptive person anyway, and I'm and I'm. I'm glad I have that as part of my sort of makeup because, you know, sometimes you go from from the morning, it could be, the morning may be very different to the afternoon or could be very different to the evening. So you just have to go with the flow, basically. What is your typical day then? Is it a lot of training? Is it a typical week, probably, to get people an understanding of? 
So, um, typical weeks. So there are there is obviously there's educa educational needs, mm -hmm. um, um, and some young people go to school, some don't. Some may go to some some may have homeschooling. Some may go to YMCA, for example, or college. Um, it really depends on. So so it's very much it's it's the education but there are meetings as well so you have um i have supervision meetings with hannah my supervising social worker um i also have a um, we have what's called a team around the child meetings because we want to make sure that you know part of um supporting um the children and young people is to make sure that everyone is communicating together for the in the best possible way to support that, that child because you know, they've been let down an awful lot already, so you want to make sure that you're doing everything to the best of your ability, and that comes with communicating with all the different partnerships. So that's the local authority, it could be the, the, um, the school, it could be the YMCA, it could be um, the GP, uh, psychiatrist even. Is there, any con is there contact? Have you been involved in contact with your young person? Is that something? Yeah, so yeah. there's obviously depending, um, but yes, um, what the, the contact is where um, she will, um, she can meet um, mm. one of her parents, mm. um, and um, contact can be either supervised mm. or unsupervised. Um, so that again is comes into it's about the, you promoting that and yeah. working with the young person. Absolutely, and so, and supporting and supporting them to because you know that yeah it's yeah it's support it's supporting them to the best of our ability, um, uh, 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 and yeah, just going with flow. So it's, it's changed your life, you say, in a in a, in a positive. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, it has. It yeah. has, and I'm just so thankful. I'm really really pleased that. Um, I am on this, this is my, my next, my new chapter. It's very exciting and I, I'm really glad that I'm able to offer a home, my time um, and, you know, ju just everything to somebody who has had a very traumatic past life. And I really hope that I'll be able to, you know, act as a role model for her. I mean, the pleasure it's given me today because I so said my role is to take those incoming calls and emails and, and mm. talk to people about becoming a foster care. And I've seen your next part of the journey now. And <laughs> if we hadn't had that conversation, or you might have decided fostering wasn't for you. If you're not infused, yeah. or you might have gone and taken a different, been an accountant and done something else, or worked in a supermarket, but you, mm. you've taken that journey. And now I hear so that the, the rewards that are, you know, mm. we've reaped from the passion that you're talking about, you young person. It's, Oh, it's just it's it's so lovely. Yeah. I mean, and we know there's bumps in the road, isn't it? And you said it's not well, all it's like, life, you know, isn't it? And yeah. you know, we start to understand the journey and the trauma that young person's been on. Mm. Um, and could you bring out the bring out the number? Because if anybody because Marcus to, can't see that far. I can't see it. If anybody wants to actually talk to me, which we'd love, or what what's the number? Um, so it is. It's just scrolled off the screen. Ah. So give me a second. Oh, so it's, we're gonna, we're gonna yeah. So it's definitely oh eight hundred. Hang on. That's, that's a pretty good memory for you, because then you've got a lot going on. Yes. 0800 035 6499. There you go. That again, please. 
Repeat it once more. 0800 035 6499. And he did it sort of sliding on the end of the screen. I don't want to embarrass you, Ed. So, um, sorry, Ed, you probably have a question. No, I've got another one from uh, Rupert. It said, um, so obviously now, obviously, uh, we've, talked, we've talked loads about pre panel and coming through. But Rupert's asked, um, so since being an approved carer, yes. um, what piece of training um, and or reading have you found most helpful sort of so far? Because you're well read, aren't you, Fee? Yeah, let's be that 
um, an organisation like Blue Sky can provide. Um, it's, I mean, if you can imagine a child going through trauma and then times it by 10 or more, it is just incredible what children and young people have to go through. And if there's any, if, if anyone out there can offer a home um, and the time to provide love and care and support, then please do it. And you're an incredible person as well, Fee, and I don't think I could have put it any better. So thank oh, you thanks. so much. No, thank you so much. And again, the number's on there. Please call me. Um, let's talk about fostering. If you're not quite ready yet, as Fee spent you know, a couple of years consulting, you know, it wasn't the right thing to do, and she's made the right choice, and her young person is just a wonderful match. So thank you very much. Thank you you're everyone for, for listening. We really appreciate mm -hmm. it. We'll give a little bit of a wave, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye. Bye.